Welcome to the experience. Sharing insights into the future of customer and employee experiences with Avaya. Welcome back to another episode of The Experience, brought to you by Avaya, where we're bringing you thought-provoking conversations with industry leaders, technologists, creators, influencers, and others who are all bringing to life the future of experiences. I'm Steve Forkham, and on the show today, we have Ahmad Dora, Customer Engagement Solution Sales Lead for Middle East, Africa, and Turkey at Avaya. Ahmad is with us today to talk all about the metaverse. What is it? and how organizations can deliver customer experience within this new digital frontier. Welcome, Ahmad. Where does this podcast find you? Thanks, Steve. So we are here broadcasting from Dubai, We're sitting right now in Dubai. It's a great weather, enjoying a little bit the breezy season. Nice. Now, we just finished doing Jitex a few months ago. I didn't get to go to Dubai this year, but I did get some reports from the booth and I did see some photographs and video. And there was one area of the booth that seemed to generate a ton of interest. But before we talk about what we actually demoed there, I think it's really important to level set. The word metaverse has become a buzzword. It has a million different definitions and meanings. So let's agree early on. What is a metaverse and what does it mean to businesses today? That's a great question to start with, frankly speaking, before we get into the action, the wow area during Jatix. If we need to define metaverse, there might be multiple definitions for it. But the easiest one I can think about, it's, it's a model of a persistent online 3D universe that combines multiple different virtual spaces. This will allow users to work, meet, socialize, and do some transaction at some point of time with the organization that they are dealing with. The closest experience today for the metaverse, it's about the video games we are mm -hmm. seeing today. The beauty about the metaverse, it's not only the virtual world, also we are seeing a huge opportunity for the cryptocurrency utilization within some of the metaverse environment, where they are going to create, let's call it the digital economy with different types of utilities, tokens, and virtual collectibles. We call it as NFTs. That's why today when you are looking at the metaverse, some environment will force you, for example, to create your own crypto wallets using, for example, MetaMask, because this will be the wallet for you to transact within the metaverse. And without forgetting, also, when we talk about the metaverse, the blockchain, the blockchain is going to be the technology that will provide the transparent and reliable governance systems across all the transaction and the communication within the metaverse. That's in summary, what is the metaverse? However, when we look at it from a business today and the organization, metaverse is going to be a strictly user-centric. This transformation will set a completely new benchmark of the customer experience and the customer's expectation, how they are dealing. Taking, for example, today, the success of Roblox and Fortnite with generation alpha audiences tells you how there will be a massive space for the virtual worlds with their own economy. How they want to deal with their, in the future, 10 years from now or 15 years from now, how they want to deal with their organization. So today, most of the time, they are sitting, communicating with their friends over this video gaming. They are going shopping and buying using this Fortnite, for example, or Roblox. That's exactly how the businesses will be looking at about this generation 
that it will force them to use the metaverse as a channel or as a touch point for them in the future. That is just fascinating, fascinating stuff. And I think to your point, the totality of this new ecosystem gets lost behind avatars without legs when people talk about the metaverse, right? Absolutely. I second what you are saying, by the way. This is exactly what you were talking about. For example, many people within a specific transaction that you might be doing, the governance around it, this is all, I would say, what will be the focus on the metaverse to ensure that it's the governance in place and this cryptocurrency, this is what will be used or utilized in order to transact within it. The blockchain in order to make sure, reduce the amount, let me say, of fraud or even what we call it, the use cases during JATX, which we'll talk later about it. It's about also going paperless, let me call it that way, across mm -hmm. the organization when you are dealing within the metaverse environment. I think you guys in the Middle East are a little farther ahead than other areas when it comes to metaverse. In the U.S., a lot of the articles around metaverse, again, are focused on avatars without legs, brands that set up in Roblox and executives get on stage and say, hey, everybody, and there's one person in the audience, right? We're still early stage. But in the Middle East, it's an entirely different world. You guys are already operating twin cities and digital twins and everything else that goes along with that, correct? Yeah, 100%. And if you are asking me what this is exactly how we brought up the idea of having the metaverse as the wow area during Jatix, which was in Dubai. The idea came because of the vision of His Highness, the ruler of Dubai, Sheikh Mohammed, telling all the government should jump into the metaverse. All the government, now it's time to go and start evaluating the use cases and what services you can provide in the metaverse. So we look at ourselves. Yes, definitely the metaverse is the hottest term in the global tech market, but we are seeing it in action here in Middle East, by the way. And this government start asking. We said, let's go and show it as a wow area during JATX. And as a via, as a communication experience, the only thing we thought about it, as we provide omni-channel to all of our customers here in the Middle East, and that we are talking about the metaverse becoming as a new touch point, we have to show the power of our platform, how we can bridge the current with the future and bring this metaverse within this omni-channel ecosystem, make it as a new touch point and make sure it's not going to be as a silo channel as they are testing it or as they are building their use cases right now today with the government. That's exactly how we look at it. And we are seeing a great hype here with most of the government, Steve. You cannot imagine how many meetings we are doing with the governments. Everyone is looking today what we can do in the metaverse. We need to secure some land in the metaverse. As you know, metaverse is not just a technology that a box you are going to buy. There are a land that you need to go and secure. You need to find the best area for your land. All of that should start today in order to make sure that they are getting the strategic place of their land where they are going to build their environment. When we look at the future of customer experience, the one thing that's clear is that not every interaction lands in a contact center. And the surface area that brands have to account for, where customers interact with the brand, not with a specific person, but with the brand or a specific department, is exploding. And Metaverse is just one example of this growing surface area. In-person retail with things like large language models and chat GPT level generative AI is another area that you got to start accounting for. But what you pointed out 
experience platform, our next generation cloud-based customer engagement engine really is flexible enough to empower a brand to say, I'm ready to deal with what comes next. So if metaverse in our region is this important, it's just another channel. It's just another touch point that I can account for in my customer engagement strategy. So you mentioned Jitex in Dubai. Can you explain to the audience, what did we build? What did we show? And what did people say about it? When we were setting, as you know, for Jitex, usually Steve took us a lot of time in order to build and bring up the use cases in order to start executing it. And during the, I would say, design stage of what kind of use cases we are going to showcase this year, we thought about the metaverse. And as I mentioned before, one of the things we kept it in our mind, it shouldn't be as a siloed channel. So it shouldn't be as just games that I'm running, operating over a big screen in Jatix, doing nothing, just walking around and talking to people. Our main focus was to show how we can bring it inside the omni-channel ecosystem. The point number one, we looked at it, how we can integrate it within the contact center. Second, we said to ourselves, okay, why should I use the metaverse today? I'm talking about the generation alpha that, yes, it's going to be a must channel that organization needs to have. The main challenge that metaverse might solve, think about when you have, for example, a service that you might require a service that you need to go to multiple government entities you need to go and pick up your phone and call each entity by themselves, wait on the queue until you get what you need. And sometimes when you are moving between these entities, you might have some missing papers and all of that. This is how we thought about it. What if we bring those kind of services that require multiple interaction with multiple organizations, bring it all into one land where the customer just can come inside this land and he can walk across all these verticals or organization in order to do some or acquire some services. And in Jatex, we took the use case of an investor. Say, for example, because it's from Dubai, we call it invest in Dubai, but it can be anywhere else. When you want to open an investment license or business license in anywhere in the world, you would require to go to the Department of Economy to get the trade license. Then you might need to go check real estate companies uh, to go and check offices to rent it. After that, you might need to go to the immigration to check about the visas and the uh, work permit, uh, etc. After that, you might need to go and open a bank account, followed by you go to the telecom authority to get an internet and landline number for your office moving to the water and electricity. So you can imagine, Steve, if you want to open a business in any way, you have to go across all these different entities. How much it will take you time and effort to visit them in person, or how much it will take you time and effort to pick up your phone and call each of these entities. That's one of the beauty we created also as part of this use case to show the simplicity and everyone is talking about the frictionless experience, everyone talking about the effortless experience. That's how we can make it effortless. And that's how you can make it appealing, not only to Gen Alpha, even me today, if I knew that the services will provide for me all of this in a single click while I'm sitting at home, I'm definitely gonna use it. And last but not least, we thought about when you are moving between these entities, how many times you might reach to the second entity or third entity and they might tell you, ah, wait, you know what? 
you are missing some paper here that you need to bring it. And then you have to go back and bring this paper. And here where we leverage on the blockchain. So everything you are going to do it with any of these entity, it will be available within your wallet on the blockchain. As you move on across this land, everything's with you handy. It's just a matter of just giving and consent to use it. That was from the concept of the metaverse we put it. Coming back to, okay, that's a great. If the customers can jump into the metaverse and they can see a representative from the other organization, they can communicate and finish. So you might be asking me why I still need a contact center here. What is the need for? So I'm having already a representative in the virtual world. I will answer you here. Think about it, Steve. If you are an organization that you might create, let's say, 10 or 15 offices within the metaverse, do you think you are going to ask your employee, you have to sit all the time waiting for someone if someone comes? Because as you know, it's an avatar, but there is an actually human person sitting behind a PC waiting for someone to come. Mm -hmm. So we said this might not be productive. This might not be efficient for the organization. Why we don't do it? kind of a contact center or customer experience platform. That means that when the customer comes into the land, first the virtual robot will greet the customer, will try to understand why he's here for. The moment the virtual robot understand what the services customer is looking for, or he might know it based on his journey before, by the way, because we can track it as well. The virtual robot, we are talking here about different organization, the virtual robot can trigger an interaction to the agent. You know what? There is a customer now in the metaverse. Probably you need to jump and help him. And here, Steve, we said, this is how we can also make the employee more productive and efficient. I don't need to keep them in the virtual world all the time, but I will bring it at the right time. And the virtual robot will know who is the organization that I bring. I need to bring within the metaverse. Moving forward, when the agent start the interaction with the customers in the metaverse. Also, it's not just about just talking and guiding. And I would say guiding by means just go there or come here or do X, Y, Z. No, we gave, first of all, the integration. We showed the rich API and the rich context. What kind of information we can pass back to the agent? How we leverage on the Web3.0, where, where the metaverse is today, by the way, the Web3.0 ID. And we were able to share it with the agent in order to identify who is the customer that you are going to talk to or interact with right now. We also gave a great power to the agent in order to guide and assist the customer within the metaverse. If Mr. Customers, you don't know how to fill some applications, or to upload some information that we required from you, don't worry. The agent will be able to fill it on your behalf and then we'll share it with you in order to approve because he cannot submit on the customer's behalf. And in a single click, once needed, as I mentioned before about the blockchain, once I need to get any kind of identity proof such as a ID or passport or anything, in a single click, the customer was able to click on the safe box and we call it the personal vault and share only the information needed with the agent in order to complete the transaction. So when they click on the trust box, yeah. is that directing them to a specific block in the chain where the data lives? How is that sharing? 
Absolutely. Usually you are not sharing. You are giving a consent just for the other party in order to utilize this data. And then he will take it. These data are, yes, are there on a blockchain. No one, it's fully secured. No one would be able to access it unless the customer comes and say, look, now I'm talking to this agent. I'm giving a consent for one time in order to take the photo of my password or the ID in order to be utilized to complete the trade license. One of the interesting things you talked about, the value of having a contact center integrated into somebody's metaverse solution for agent utilization so that you can kind of fill in peaks and valleys. You don't have people kind of sitting around in the digital world, twiddling their thumbs while nobody's in the space. I think another important point by tying experience platform into somebody's metaverse is really ties back to our corporate goal of taking the moments that brands spend with their customers and turning them into business momentum. Taking what was kind of a siloed solution that others are developing and basically saying, we can make that another touch point. But every single touch empowers the person talking to the customer to pick up the conversation where the last one left off whether it was in an email, whether it was in a chat, whether it happened in a digital city, whether it happened with a specific business unit and being able to access the data along the chain, not just the historical data on our side with customer journey, but the actual data that the person's collected is extremely powerful. But the interesting thing for me, not so much this, but the question I have, there's a lot of stuff that you guys have talked about here. NFTs, blockchain, digital twins, digital cities, data privacy. This must have taken years for you and the team to build for Jitex. I mean, this is not an out-of-the-box solution. Avaya is not building metaverses. I mean, so how, how long did your team take to develop this demo that was, by all accounts, extremely well-received at Jitex? I believe you mentioned a couple of years, right, Steve? Maybe 10 years you mentioned or, or years, but uh, you will be surprised that to show this demo, it took us less than two months. Wow. From buying the land to build the virtual environment, you buy the land, Steve, there is nothing. You have to build the architecture, the virtual environment, the offices, the look and feel, and then working very closely with the team in order to integrate this metaverse within our experience platform, making sure all the contacts, and as you just mentioned rightly about the customer journey, making sure that the experience platform, we're not bringing only the metaverse, but all the touch points that the customers utilize before or is going to utilize in the future is gonna be captured within the same flow of the customer journey. So literally it was less than two months, working day and night. Working day and night, but two months. Wow, that is incredible. It's a challenge, but we liked it. I didn't answer one question when you asked me why people or the visitors at Jatix were wowed about what we are showing, because we were showing the full experience. We were showing our customers, no matter what you have today, Avaya is here to help you in order to bring this kind of the future trending technology on top of what you have today. And we are here to help you to show you how this metaverse as a touch point, it was easy for Avaya to integrate it within the Omnichannel. I'm not going to exaggerate, but if you look across all Jatex, we were the only one who integrated the metaverse within the Omnichannel platform. Wow, that's powerful stuff. 
we took this from one of our customers. It's not us saying about ourselves, by the way. One of our customers came to our office after Jitex, and it's a government entity, big one, and they are evaluating right now the use cases on the metaverse. When we finished discussing with them and evaluating the use cases, they said, you know what? We should say it, or we should admit that Avaya, the only vendor who thought about the metaverse from the customer experience, from the heart of the customer experience, and they brought it within the omnichannel platform. I'm going to ask you to use your crystal ball a little bit and forecast into the future. What do you see the metaverse looking like in a few years? I would say it's a difficult question. It's difficult to precisely predict what the metaverse would look like in 10 years, frankly speaking, Steve. But today, the metaverse and the Web3.0, where, as I mentioned before, look at the social 10 years ago. No one back could predict what shape and form social media will take. No one predicted that social media will become as an essential element within the organization for people to interact and discuss. This is what I'm seeing the metaverse, or I'm predicting the metaverse as the next evolution of social media, Steve. I'm seeing it as a touch point that Generation Alpha will force on the organization in order to communicate or transact with these organizations that they are going to do. We will see more transformation from a 2D contents into a 3D. And when I'm talking about the contents, I'm talking about the service, I'm talking about the documentation, I'm talking about everything. You just started the conversation, you just opened the mobile app for the banking and you go see the transaction. It's everything's 2Ds, but when you are in the metaverse, you need to imagine it as a 3D. You need to imagine with the smart glasses how you are transacting or dealing with these contents. This is how I'm seeing the metaverse. We will see more enhancement, I believe, on the environment itself. We will see more enhancement from the metaverse on the prerequisites required to run the metaverse. So today, if we are talking, really, it needs a super power computer in order to to go into the metaverse. So that's what we had to use and during Jatex, by the way. We will see more optimization on the resources. When we talk about the metaverse, it's not a one company. You will see a lot of companies now into the metaverse world. In Jatex, for example, we use the well-known one called Decentraland. Microsoft, they have their own. Others, they have their own as well. One of the things that the customers today are a little bit confused and they are, I would say, hesitant to go right now, it's which platform I should use. Which platform will take me to the future? Horizon Worlds, uh, you know. Yeah, Horizon, there, there are a lot, you name it. So I will not name all of them. But I'm seeing probably there will be a huge work and effort in order to bring this kind of interoperability between these environments. If a customer is on a specific environment, how they can talk with another organization on a different environment as well. This will be a key as well for the future for the metaverse, Steve. But again, I'm expecting it to go wide and it will be the most channel for the generation alpha that they will force on the organizations. We've covered a lot of ground, Akhmat. I want to thank you for coming on the show today. It's really been a pleasure to talk about metaverse and all of this other emerging technology. Thanks again to Ahmad for coming on the show and talking about how you can meet your customers where they are, even if it's in the metaverse. If you're enjoying this, please be sure to rate and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm your host, Steve Forkham, and this has been The Experience. 
where we share insights into the future of customer and employee experiences.